0: WonderfulPistachios.com to learn more. That's WonderfulPistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1570, The Secret Side Effects of Caring for Your Body, part two, by Dan Chimura, with fitforreallife.com. And I'm Dr. Neil, your very own personal narrator. Hey there, happy Sunday, and welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I simply read to you from the best health and fitness blogs, always with permission from the sites and always with a bit of my commentary at the end. Now, today's post is part two from yesterday. So, if you're new here or are skipping around, I'd recommend listening to yesterday's episode first. That was episode 1569. But, if you're all caught up, let's jump right in and hear part two and continue optimizing your life. The Secret Side Effects of Caring for Your Body, part two, by Dan Chimura with fitforreallife.com. Secret side effect, making new friends and connections. I have made and maintained a lot of friends by going to workshops and seminars put on by coaches. Attending these events places a bunch of people who are on a similar journey in the same room, and with social media to support, it's easy to stay in touch with like-minded people you've met. Those friendships can lead to encouragement on Instagram and the sharing of resources on Facebook. You might not get to see these people live and in person very often, but corresponding online is very beneficial, both in terms of support and in furthering your education. An old adage goes like this, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. I'd go a step further and say, your world is colored by the five things you connect with online most. Meaning, if I can make my social media feeds chock full of people I know, like, support, and who support me, even if it's only through a comment on my most recent video, I'll take that over the awful noise that would otherwise fill my feed. Secret side effect. Evolving myself. Most people have a detailed list of exercises they despise. I'm no different. Often, the exercises I don't like are the same ones that would be of most benefit to me. And doing these drills and noticing what bubbles up inside me as I do these annoying but beneficial exercises is hugely beneficial for more than just my biceps or my gluteus medius. Those exercises teach lessons about work ethic, patience, abundance mindset thinking, and how to apply them to other areas of life. When I notice an aversion to a particular exercise in my program, I can either avoid it and skip over all the feelings and thoughts that come up for me, or I can march forward, do the exercise, and notice what I'm thinking, feeling, and sensing as I do it. I always choose to march forward because this territory is prime personal development landscape for me to cultivate. For example, the very act of writing this article for a publication where I know thousands of people will read it wouldn't have gotten done if it weren't for the personal development I've done through my workouts. You see, I've had the same doubts about my writing ability as I've had about what I can achieve with my body. But what I've been taught by coaches, like show up daily, trust the process, and set the bar high, has paved the road to this being the second article I've written for Fit for Real Life. How to get more secret side effects out of your fitness practice. Expand yourself, dive in further. Purchase a new book on a subject that you think might help you be a better caretaker of your body. Find a workshop that looks interesting. Hire a coach to assist you on one of your goals you haven't reached. The investment you make of your attention, your time, and your money into caring for your body will never be wasted. To quote Kate, a colleague of mine, even if you try something and it turns out to not be the thing that gets you the result you wanted, that wasn't time wasted because now you have a new piece of data. End quote. Those pieces of data are what end up guiding you to the ultimate thing that is going to get you to where you want to go. So, consider taking a step today to invest further in yourself and your fitness practice. More secret side effects are waiting for you as you walk your journey toward feeling great and moving well. You just listened to part two of the post titled, The Secret Side Effects of Caring for Your Body by Dan Chimura, slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. So we've talked about the science behind exercise and brain health before, like how exercise pushes more nutrient and oxygen-rich blood to the brain, which helps keep our brain cells healthy. Well, today's author, Dan, brought up another nice side effect of exercise. The skills you learn as part of your exercise routine, like grit and determination, can often translate to other areas of your life. I'll give you an example of where I have found this to be true in my life. There are days when I have a stack of students' papers to grade, but I just can't get myself to start. So, many times, I'll use one of my favorite gym workouts, pyramids, to get myself started. By the way, pyramids is where you perform 10 repetitions of an exercise, followed by a short rest, then perform 9 repetitions of that same exercise, followed by another short rest, then perform 8 repetitions of that exercise, followed by a rest, and so on. You repeat this until you've reached the top of the hypothetical pyramid, where you would perform just one repetition. After performing that one repetition, you're done. So, Say you were using this pyramid idea as an arm workout and you wanted to perform some arm curls, also known as bicep curls. You would hold a weight in your hands and lift that weight using your biceps 10 times. Then you would put that weight down and rest, say for 30 seconds. After those 30 seconds are up, you would pick that weight up again and repeat the same exercise. But this time, only lift the weight nine times. Then rest for another 30 seconds before picking the weight up again. You would then lift the weight eight times. You would repeat this until you've reached the top of the hypothetical pyramid where you only have to lift the weight one time. Okay, so how does this apply to grading papers? Well, I'll tell myself. Look, just grade 10 papers. Then you're free to take a break and do whatever you want. Then come back and just grade 9 papers. You get the idea. By the time I get to the top of the pyramid, I would have graded a total of 55 papers. But if I had started by telling myself that I needed to grade 55 papers by the end of today, I would have wanted to curl up in a little ball in the corner under a pile of coats and hope that when I wake up, the papers will have magically graded themselves. Instead, by reframing the task so that I could tell myself to grade just 10 papers to start, that felt a lot more manageable. And sure enough, The work always ends up getting done. All right, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening every day. I hope you have a great rest of your Sunday and I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.